What are a few signs of emotional unavailability? This can be a very tricky thing to spot because many times it can seem like, you know, love at first sight. Um, but there are a few things that we can notice when it comes to emotional unavailability that, you know, could, could be worth looking out for. That's what we're going to get into in this video. Hey there, it's Clay with ModernLove.Life. Now, of course, emotional unavailability can be a very difficult topic to address. It can be very emotionally heart-wrenching to go through a interaction with an emotionally unavailable partner. You can easily get pulled into some of the positive qualities and then, you know, later on get some of the negative side effects of that um, and wonder like, hey, what's wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Do I just need to try harder? All that sort of stuff. And of course, there's overlap with, with this and other sorts of things as well too, uh, potentially narcissism or whatever, but you know, that's a topic for another day. Emotional unavailability, as we talked about in the previous video in this series, um, isn't you know, just like, hey, I'm an emotionally dead, vacant, hollow shell of a person. But it's more someone who wants to be in some sort of relationship for something other than the actual organic connection they have with that person. This could look like, okay, I want to feel like I'm over my ex. Therefore, if I'm in a relationship with you, I can tell myself the story that I'm over my ex. Or I want to be with someone who will marry me before I turn, I don't know, 30 or 40 or whatever. Um, because, you know, we all know that if you don't get married before you have a birthday that ends in a zero, you'll, I don't know, melt into a puddle of ooze on the floor. When it comes to this, there are a few things that you can look out for when it comes to signs of emotional unavailability. Number one is future faking. This is where we talk about, you know, really building up the future. You know, like, oh, hey, yeah, like, like when we get married, you know, we should have 2.5 kids. And obviously that could be something that you would talk about with someone when you're getting serious. But if this is just sort of, you know, like pillow talk on, you know, date number three or something, then maybe that's a little bit strong. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be like that too. It can also be like, you know, yeah, you know, next summer when this happens or, you know, things that go beyond just natural, organic connection because they're trying to project out into the future that this is the perfect relationship for them rather than being real with what's unfolding right now in the present moment. This kind of goes hand in hand with sign number two, which is coming on too strong. Um, this is going to be where they are saying, you know, something like, hey, you know, the, the, this connection that we have is just so magical. It's just so special. It's like nothing else I've ever felt before. I just know that I'm so in love with you. I've, I've, I've never experienced anything like this with anyone else. Coming in strong, I mean, it can be really easy to hear things like this and to think, wow, this, this must actually be something truly significant and meaningful and special. And, you know, sure, I'm, I'm sure it's great and amazing in its own ways. But if there's too much talking it up and less time actually just like being in it, being present with it, enjoying it for what it is, then that can be a big sign of the future faking. And, you know, these are often some of the things that draw us into an emotionally unavailable relationship with an emotionally unavailable partner fairly quickly on is because we hear a lot of these positive things. We start thinking, oh, hey, maybe this person really likes me. Maybe, there, maybe there's a future here with us. And so we start to get emotionally attached to this person. But um, where it becomes difficult is when they start to get close to us 
and they start to see, oh, look, you're, you are also a mere mortal, just like all of us, and there are going to be imperfections with you and imperfections with any sort of relationship that I have with you or anyone else because, hey, humans. When this happens, that's when the emotionally unavailable person will start to slow things down, stall, come up with excuses, etc. And one of the ways that, that, that this can happen is through hot and cold behavior. Now, we, of course, have talked about hot and cold behavior on this channel before when it comes to uh, uh, breakups and getting back together and exes and all that sort of stuff. And there is definitely a link between all of this. We'll get to that in a future video. But um, this hot and cold behavior is a very common uh, emotionally unavailable sign. That's to say, on one hand, they're telling you lots of positive things like maybe what we just uh, talked about. But then on the other hand, they might be doing other things as well too. Like, hey, I really want to meet up with you. But then, you know, they don't call you or don't follow through on plans or they uh, somehow come up with a reason for, you know, oh, whoops, I just got busy or <laughs> I'm just really tired this week or something like that. Um, and, you know, sure, there can be valid reasons why someone could be tired or something. Like if, you know, I don't know, you just ran a marathon or something. Yeah, you know, sure, take the rest of the day off. Take a, take a weekend to recover. If it's just the usual thing, they're always stalling, they're always coming up with some sort of excuse for not doing it, then it's probably an emotional unavailability sign that's showing up in this sort of situation. So we want to look for the hot and the cold behavior and oftentimes the flipping back and forth between the two of you. They're not doing this because... They are trying to abuse you, most likely, or manipulate you, most likely. They're doing it because they are genuinely confused. There's a part of them that wants to have a great relationship, and they see that there's a potential great relationship with you, but they also feel afraid of making that commitment because then they seal off the possibility that something better could come along or that something even more perfect or more ideal could come along as well, too. So that's where the hot and cold is coming from. But this all ties into the fourth sign, which is confusion. Confusion is a emotionally unavailable sign because it's it's how the emotionally unavailable person is um, sort of confronting reality. You know, they want to have something ideal, something perfect, something that's like, you know, this is going to be it. This is going to be, you know, the storybook relationship. This is going to be the one right out of a movie. This is going to be the one that lasts a lifetime, the one that I can, you know, tell my grandkids about and tell them about how we, you know, were married for, I don't know, 50 years or something like that and all the beautiful memories and stuff. Um, but on the other hand, you know, when they start to get close to you and they start to see the, the human side of things and they start to see that, hey, everything isn't just roses and unicorn, unicorns and rainbows and all that sort of stuff, that it's, it's, it's real life and real life is hard. It's challenging. There's times when you argue. There's times when you don't get along. There's times when uh, things are just hard and difficult. There's times when someone's depressed. There's times when someone's going through something difficult. There's times when there, you know, things just aren't working out that's when they start to feel confused and they start to say, hey, maybe this isn't the right thing because if this was the perfect thing, I wouldn't be feeling this way. So they start to pull back. And so there's this this sort of tug of war between, hey, I want this connection here that's present versus, hey, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel perfect. And now I need to put my foot on the brakes here. Uh, the, the fifth sign is, of course, making the wrong choice. 
An emotionally unavailable person will be afraid of making the wrong choice, afraid of committing to someone or something, because that is going to close them off from other possibilities out there. Of course, this could be something as simple as making plans for the weekend. You know, just just keep my options open just in case, you know, some A-list celebrity somehow invites me out to their birthday party or something. Um, Or it could be something like committing to a specific person because, you know, hey, if I commit to you, what happens if the next swipe on Tinder suddenly turns out to be someone who's like way much, way super better than you or something like that? I'm afraid to make the commitment because I'm afraid to, to close off possibilities, to actually commit to something, to actually be all in on something, and to actually be emotionally available to give something 100% of what I've got. And so that is a huge sign is the fear of making the wrong choice, the fear of committing to something, whether it's something small like weekend plans or that's something big like a relationship. Um, There can be all sorts of reasons that they give for this and like, hey, just, you know, I'm really busy. I don't know. I'm confused. We need to see what's going to happen. Or maybe they just stop responding in order to try and, you know, slow things down so they can see if something else presents itself. Um, The next sign is idealization versus being real. So an emotionally unavailable person will want something that's ideal, you know, the perfect partner, the perfect relationship, the one that's going to be the the one out there. I mean, you know, admittedly, when I was uh, a young and naive teenager, um, I was probably a little bit emotionally unavailable. You know, if you know my story, you know that my parents divorced when I was four years old, which is, you know, not a great... uh, predictor for relationship success on my part. Um, and, you know, I believed that, that hey, if I just find a woman and I love her enough that we can have a great, amazing relationship. And that's exactly what happened with me and my big ex. You know, we met when we were in high school and I, I, I gave it everything. You know, I, I really loved her and all that. And I, I thought that if I just loved her enough that she would want to stick with me forever and that we'd have this great relationship and that we'd be the high school sweethearts that are together, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years later and that, that defied the odds and made it all work and everything like that. And that I could, you know, finally have this great relationship that seemed ever so elusive to me because my parents divorced and I never got to see that and all, all that sort of stuff. I was starting to get into that emotionally unavailable territory because at times when our relationship was kind of hitting some hard points and it seemed like we weren't compatible and there were all sorts of difficulties and stuff like that. I wanted to cling on to that relationship for a few reasons that didn't really involve uh, me being real and making the right choice. Uh, So one of them was like, okay, I really wanted to be that couple that stayed together and made it work, that high school sweetheart couple that made it. You know, I got a lot of, uh, uh, a, a little bit of an ego boost, I'll admit it, when our friends would say, hey, you know, you guys are going to make it. You're going to be that one cute couple that's that's like together through high school and goes on to have a, this really long, amazing relationship and all that sort of stuff. Um, I got kind of into that, not to mention the fact that I was also kind of confronted when our relationship was sort of on the verge of crumbling with the idea that, hey, I might actually have to learn how to date in the real world. You know, I had some social anxiety. I didn't think I was particularly attractive or anything like that. And it's just like, you know, okay, hey, I met my ex in in high school and now I'm 23 years old. And if we break up, then I'm going to have to learn how to date in the real world. You know, dating as a 23-year-old person is very different than dating 
when you are in high school. You know, you can't just help someone with their algebra homework until they fall in love with you, which, believe it or not, was actually my high school dating strategy. And believe it or not, it actually was not as terrible as you'd think it was. Um, but that's still not going to be a great uh, dating strategy in the real world as a 20-something-year-old. You know, you're not going to be able to help someone with their algebra homework until they fall in love with you. Chances are you just have a quick moment or two to introduce yourself, get to know the person, ask for their phone number, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. And so I actually had to confront the fear of like, hey, can, can I do that? Can I put myself out there? Can I confront a stranger and say, hey, I think you're kind of interesting. Let's get some coffee on Thursday. I was very shy, very socially anxious, and... um I didn't want to do that. So I wanted to stay in this relationship. Uh, it was it was because I didn't believe in myself and I didn't believe that I could step out of my comfort zone. And so that's the whole idealization versus versus reality. If your partner is in love with the idea of a relationship, if they're in love with the idea of being over their ex, if they're in love with the idea of being married before they're, you know, X years old, or if they're in love with the idea of finally being in a relationship so that their mom will stop nagging them about settling down, if they're in love with the idea of, you know, starting a family or something, um, versus being real with you, versus being real and genuine and authentic and connected with what's happening right now, the good, the bad, the ugly, the humanity and everything else, then that could be a huge uh, emotionally unavailable sign. By the way, if you like this video, if you like what we're talking about, please make sure you hit the thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm and please make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit that bell icon while you are subscribing to make sure that you get notified when we publish and upload new content. Anyway, sign number seven of emotional unavailability is not committing or following through. This kind of goes with uh, fear of making the wrong choice, but not committing and not following. Like, obviously, if they're not committing to you, they're not committing to you, right? So this could be like, oh, hey, things are starting to heat up, but oops, just, you know, stopped responding. Just, you know, oops, went out of town for a while. Things got really busy at work. I can't talk now. I can't talk this week. I can't talk next week. All that sort of stuff. It comes to like making some tentative plans. Like, yeah, I think we can meet up this weekend and then I'll, I'll text you some, some details later. Then the text never comes, right? And then you just wonder like, hey, are, are we going to do something? Question mark. Hey, didn't hear from you. Please let me know if we're doing something. Then they don't follow through, right? That is a, a, a big emotionally unavailable thing. Like whether or not they're afraid to commit to something or whether they're just not following through, it's, it's, it's because they want to keep their options open. It's because they're afraid of locking something down and making the wrong choice here, okay? And then, of course, um, there's, there's sign number eight, which is breadcrumbing. Now, breadcrumbing is when you just, you know, give someone a tiny little nugget of something to kind of string them along and keep them interested. Not that they're necessarily doing this to manipulate you, although they might, I don't know, but they're really just doing this probably because they're fighting this, this pull back and forth of wanting to be with you versus wanting to keep their distance. And so they might try to, to, to give something to you because they want that connection, but it's not, truly fulfilling or satisfying to you and it leaves you wanting more and so that's often how we kind of get strung along um, maybe unintentionally is that we have this strong initial bond and connection with them and then we're getting these small breadcrumbs later on that leaves us wanting more and more and more if you're seeing this in your um you know dynamic with your partner what you want to do is you want to have good solid communication and you want to make it clear that hey when this happens um you know i'm going to need this to happen or or 
when this happens, I feel this way. If you can start to really communicate clearly and set some clear expectations and start to build the three important foundations of a strong relationship, which of course are being on the same team communication and consistency, then you're going to really do what you can do to step forward from a potentially emotionally unavailable situation. Okay. And if that's something that you want some help with, check out our course called Relationship Repair. You can find it over at modernlove.life slash RR. Go ahead and check it out. See if it sounds like something that could be interesting for you. If so, you know, we'd love to have you inside. Um, if not, no worries. Not going to twist your arm, but go ahead and check it out. It's at modernlove.life slash RR. You can find the link um, also down in the description box. But if you do like this video, if you made it all the way to the end, please is uh, leave a comment down below letting me know you made it all the way to the end and letting me know what part of this video really resonated the most with you. And with that being said, please also feel free to check out this video series over here on emotionally unavailable relationships. With that being said, take care and I'll talk to you next time.